This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Who gonna check me, boo? And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer And I'm Barry Rosenfeld We made and it We made it to Friday, another week Checked off the list At this point it just feels like we're just trying to get to Friday so we can lay in bed for two whole days. <laughs> I know. And then, but also while watching TV and not doing anything. Well, naturally the TV will be on. I mean. Right. I went outside I, yesterday and like ran back in. I was like, I can't. I, so last, last night you went on Instagram live with Leah and I had like half an hour between when I actually like finished working and when that started. And I was like, oh, I'll go for a quick little walk. I walked like around the block. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was funny. Cause one of the things she mentioned was she said she has to go grocery shopping. And in reality, I said to her, there's always tomorrow. Like you don't even have, oh my God, I have to get this done today. Cause like that doesn't even exist anymore. Yeah, you can do I, anything, anytime. Honestly, that's my normal philosophy about grocery shopping anyway. Like, <laughs> and then I end up going two weeks without actually buying food at the store. So not I do that, that much too. has changed. I, I do that too. I'm like, eh, whatever, I won't eat today. Exactly. <laughs> I, you know, it's, it's the quarantine diet. Some days you just don't, don't eat. Um, so today we are talking about Real Housewives of New York and Summer House. We have season finale and the first ever virtual reunion on Bravo. Yes, and that was a whopping two hours that I enjoyed out of I my will life. Say, so I did not watch Summer House live. I watched it the day after. And when I opened up that episode and it was said it was like two full hours long, I was like, <laughs> okay. I know. Here we well, go. It, it, it's made it a little easier that it was like a different setting because they're like the episode was the episode and then the reunion. But I was like, there's a big um, commitment to make right now. That's like a movie. Well, part of the reason I didn't watch it live was because I watched Beverly Hills on Wednesday night. And then I was like, <laughs> I'm not going to sit here for two more hours. I know. But like, what else were you doing? I watched a movie with my roommate. I watched Crazy Rich <laughs> Asians. How? Wait, was that your first time watching it? No, no, no. Oh, please. I was like, oh my, it's so good. I honestly didn't so watch good. it right when it first came out just because it wasn't like on my list. And then I watched it and I've watched it so many times again. It's a very good movie. I watched it and my first instinct was to book a flight to Singapore. But then I remembered that I can't travel right now. And also I could not afford a flight to Singapore. So Singapore is the cleanest, forget about quarantine. It's the cleanest place I think in like the world or one of the cleanest places. Have you been there? No. Oh, okay. I was like, okay, <laughs> bitch, she's been to Singapore. But I want to. I'm like, now knowing that a clean place like that exists, I'm like dying to go. But I like that now our travel bucket lists are going to be organized in order of cleanliness. Like, mm. <laughs> I've heard Tokyo has a very clean subway system. That's the New York be my City subway trip. station. 
it's gonna oh, be God. very yeah. clean now imagine the out of this. subway is <laughs> on the list of cleanest places that'll be the day i need to get out of this fucking city uh, <laughs> okay so speaking of new york city our ladies are back in the city we are fresh off of fashion week from last week's episode um and this week we see the return of Jacques. Yeah, like what a throwback, honestly. Um, my favorite part of seeing Jock for the first time is that Luann instantly just whips out her phone and starts playing Giovanni for him. Like, oh my as if it was a, a top number one hit on Z100. The fact that she <laughs> couldn't believe that he hadn't heard the song. It's like, first of all, he's engaged to some other woman from Texas. And he is not, he's not checking for what Luann is up to, I feel. And, but I think it's sweet that they met. I liked that on the show. It's sweet that they met. They clearly have a friendship. I don't think... Yeah. I think he was always very good to Luann. I don't think she really wanted a long-term relationship or anything. Tom right. kind of trapped her into that. But I think it's nice that they have a relationship. I love that he calls her Lulu. <laughs> he, she, he goes, she goes, you look good. And he goes, you look good. Très belle Lulu. And I... I love the accents. Because even when Luann's not speaking French... Her English is like, has a French twist to it. And I love it. Also, I love that she says alcohol. I noticed that. I was like, come on. My, honestly, it's like my kink noticing weird, like weird, like dialect things with these women. Okay. Then did you hear the way Jacques said immigrant? Immigrant. (laughs) He was like, he put like an emphasis on a weird part of the word. And I was like, what word did he just say? But I had to re-listen to it. (laughs) <laughs> um, overall, very happy with the amount of Jacques in the episode. That was uh, yeah. like a like a little palate cleanser. Uh, <laughs> but so we see a girls' lunch that's Dorinda, Sonia, Ramona, and Elise, who this week gets her first confessional look. Love it. Love it. So we had, Elise had said in interviews a couple weeks ago that she did sign a contract. She's officially a friend of this season. Okay. And she had said that she did a confessional interview, but wasn't sure when it was going to come out. So I'm, ex- I'm interested to see more of Elise because so far I feel like she's been very, she's been around the edges, but hasn't really gotten super involved. We don't really right. know anything about her. And so I'm interested to see more. I, I'm trying not to form an opinion yet because I feel like I don't know enough. I know. Like, we, we don't... You said it right. We don't know anything about her other than she's just always sitting right there. She, <laughs> she's always on the end. She's always next to her. She comes into the party. She comes in. And I'm like, who is this girl? But now we know. She also is fucking rich. Yeah, we found that out. Well, she, because she used to be married to this Wall Street guy. She like lived on Park Avenue. She was living the life. And yeah, she's, she's got kind of like a Sutton energy, I feel. Okay. Do any of these women who have married these rich men have these sons available? I don't know who would want to see me after quarantine. Like, it seems like a nice setup. Um, nice. Maybe Noelle. <laughs> He's young. He's younger, I think. But you know, I mean, all of them are younger. <laughs> you can't whatever. be picky, Barry. No, 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 no. Not the housewives' sons. The men that they dated. Did they have sons? You know what I'm saying? Mm. Does Harry Dubin have sons? I don't care. I seriously just throw them my way. <laughs> you should honestly. You should try and get with Tom D'Agostino. Oh my God, he's been with literally every single housewife at this point. I don't know if that would be. Huh, actually, you know what? No, I can't do that to my ladies. 
Barry's going to be, have two glasses of wine later and be sliding in Tom's DMs, marking my words. <laughs> <laughs> so oh my at this lunch, my favorite part is that Sonia is on an all liquid diet, detox, cleanse, whatever, of course. And she's so she shaking. says, she has a special drink that she's drinking. And she says that, um, and I quote, she's doing just liquids, soups, teas with an occasional snack bar or an olive. Listen, you know how I feel about olives, so. I know, Barry is obsessed with olives, um, <laughs> but it's so funny because this is very reminiscent of Devil Wears Prada when Emily Blunt's character is talking about her pre-Fashion Week diet and she only eats half a cube of cheese or an almond. <laughs> right, but this is after Fashion Week, which I thought was very funny, unless they just didn't, tw- I don't know. But she, she, I think she looked great at that lunch. To be the honest, thing, the thing is, Sonia loves to talk about how she's gained five pounds or gained ten pounds or doesn't fit in her dresses or eaten too many croissants, and she always <laughs> looks the same. Like she, I mean, she's had good and bad moments in terms of looking like put together, but you right. never notice her weight. Like she always looks like Sonia. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but then they. When she took that Uber to go have that sales meeting about her line, did did it mention, do you know where that was? She said New Jersey. It was in New Jersey? Okay, I was trying to figure that out. And I I like seeing the side of Sonia because it's showing her more business-esque side, I guess. And unfortunately, her brand is not doing so well, we find out. But the her business partner or... CMO, CEO, whatever, let us know that we she hasn't sold anything between three and five hundred pieces, which that number didn't really make sense to me. But that's a that's a broad range of items to sell. But yeah, it, I don't know. I'm I'm not confident that Sonia will ever make a lot of money from her um, from her clothing line. But I'm glad that she seems like she has actually she's seen it through. It exists. It's real. Right. Right. More so it than the toaster oven the ever toaster. was. <laughs> right. Well, they said that this line is dedicated to a unique customer. However, there were no new sales from the fashion show, which I felt very bad about for her. But I'm hoping that Sonia keeps going, keeps trug- going along. Sonia, <laughs> I, I just want the best for her at all times. And I don't know what that looks like, but we'll see. Splash Refreshers are the delicious zero-calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three-beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week, grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. So then we have Tinsley and Dale meet for a lunch date. Love it. And it's so funny because I really just need to know 
on a calendar how many days does Dale spend in New York City out of the month because she does not live there. But I she, love how much we're seeing Dale this season. I love it. I think I think Tinsley and the producers know that Dale really is a strong suit for her. And yeah. so it's in everybody's best interest to have Dale on the show more. And, um, you know, big shocker, Dale wants grandbabies. Even yeah, though- but she has too. <laughs> Tinsley says that Dale has been coming to New York more because now she has grandbabies uh, Tinsley's dogs, Strawberry and Shortcake and (laughs) you know I'm not surprised by that at all Can I just say again though I can't believe how good Tinsley looks for her age and not that 44 is old by any means but Tinsley is just not aging at all She's beautiful she and she's so young and I'm and happy this season. And I've said it before, she is has a weird glow to her this season. She's very happy. I don't know if it is because her mom her mom keeps coming to town. Maybe that it does is a factor for her happiness, but some something's going on and we haven't even gotten to the Scott part. I know. Of the I'm, yet. I'm happy for her. She seems great right now. For sure. Um, I love when she admitted she went to Chicago to see Bruce because hopefully she you know, might run into Scott on the street. <laughs> Somebody, um, actually, Gibson Johns tweeted that he doesn't think Bruce is actually real because we've never seen a photo of him. <laughs> and I'm like, maybe, I don't know. I mean, it's not the worst idea that someone could have had, you know? But well, how would we ever figure that out? I don't think we would. Has anyone even mentioned, like, meeting him? No. No, because I don't think he's ever come to New York it's that's very, also kind of sketchy. Very suspect. Yeah. Uh, so then we are on the way to Luann's comedy event at Slate and we see Leah and Ramona in the car together. And I love one of my favorite housewives things is when these important conversations happen in the car on the way to an event, because yeah. it's such it's such a constructed thing for the show that it's like, okay, Leah and Ramona, you two are going to ride together to the event, right. but it, it just works. And you get people in combinations that you normally wouldn't. And Leah shares with Ramona that she texted her mom again after Ramona had specifically told her not to. And while Ramona, Ramona has a relationship with Leah that's basically like an aunt. And yeah, it's, it's interesting, but they actually did have kind of a sweet moment, I thought, in the car. Leah got emotional, and Ramona was Ramona was pretty good to her, I thought. I liked it because it's always different seeing Ramona in a setting where there's not other people around. And we know that her and Leah don't have the most in common, and we'll find that out for sure later on in the season. But that was nice because Ramona was being Ramona. Like she was listening. She was giving advice. And I just don't know what it is why she like turns that off sometimes. Right. But I did like seeing Leah. um, You know, I didn't like seeing Leah emotional, but I liked that she showed how she felt about that conversation. And hopefully some of this advice or whatever that Ramona said to her is helping her situation with her mom. Right. And then at the event, we see more, there's more drama because Dorinda wants to go to lunch with Tinsley and Leah because she thinks Leah needs to be there as like a third party moderator type of person. And 
Leah thinks this is a great idea. Tinsley is a little offended. I see both sides of that. I think that Dorinda made the gr- a good choice of inviting Leah. Not to be a mediator, though, in my opinion. I think Leah should be there, honestly, to hear both sides. You know how these stories get twisted left and right. So imagine the two of them just went to lunch and one of them told one so- thing story to Leah and the other told but if Leah was there she knows what went on and she doesn't even have to be at the lunch and say anything she can just sit there and hear them out and I think that's why she can that's how um, I felt she can just call she can just call in and they can put her on the table like we do all our meetings now (laughs) yeah but I Tinsley yeah Tinsley wants to be like her own person and her own voice but that was so Dorinda said that um, cause you know, Leah said that she's a bit intimidating that, that remote Durin- sorry, I'm like spazzing. <laughs> um, Leah states that Dorinda can be at times a bit intimidating. So she understands. And of course, Dorinda got defensive. No, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. And Ramona chimes in. Am I intimidating? And Leah goes, no. <laughs> I think it's, but then Dorinda's that Tinsley's not intimidated. She's intimidated by a butterfly. And I was like, come on. Like, she's not that bad. It's interesting, though, because I don't think, I don't consider it a negative thing for somebody to say that you're a little intimidating. They're not saying you're an evil bitch. They're saying you're, you have an air about you that can be a little hard to crack. And I think that's absolutely true of Dorinda. I think it's pretty, she doesn't know herself if she thinks that she's never been like that to someone. Especially intimidating to someone like Tinsley, who's not intimidating she's not an intimidating person and so when two opposites meet it it could go one of two ways <laughs> can we also talk um, about Dorinda walked earlier in the episode just like down the upper east side in like a chanel blazer like just waving to apartments yeah that was that was weird i feel like she had her little lady morgan moment where she was stuck in the past a little bit and she <laughs> loves to come for sonia about that but i know um, but so the most important moment of the episode, I feel, was probably when Luann took her first sip of alcohol. Alcohol. She, Ramona's look on her face after Luann took that drink. It was funny because Dorinda was like, yeah, 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 drink. And Sonia's like, drink, bitch, woo! And Ramona was aghast. She was so right. taken aback. And personally, I think Luann is in a much better place right now. Yeah. I don't, I kind of agree with Dorinda that I, I never personally was like, oh, she's an alcoholic. But of course, I don't know her own journey. Right. But I'm not that worried about it. But I actually appreciated that Ramona was concerned for her friend. And Elise. Elise was there too. And she was concerned as well. But Dorinda has always wanted her to drink, and that's fine that she believes that. But like I said in a past episode, let Luann, like, decide on her own, which that night she did. She went to reach for it. Ramona let her know, and she made the choice to drink it. And listen, if she was able to do that and be fine for the rest of the night, they didn't show her drinking the rest of the night. She didn't spiral. She didn't do anything. She just, like – and also she made that vodka soda look so good. I was, like, drooling. Mm. Oh my god! It looks so I don't cold even... and nice. Ugh. So Slate is right by our office, which we've not been yeah. to in two months. And... But remember, we went there, Dylan. One night Ugh. it was raining. I don't even like Slate, <laughs> but I just wanted to be there, sipping a vodka soda, laughing at people who go down the slide. <laughs> and okay, I fun know. fact: 
Slate is the same place that Hannah and Luke went on their date on this season of Summer House. I know, House. it was way so... To, way to tie so it all bars. together. I know, but there are so many other bars. I guess that bar is just nice because, especially for filming, you're not just sitting at a table having a conversation like you're doing an activity, I guess. But we got to see at Slate during this um, anti-bullying show, stand-up show, we got to see Jacques do a little stand-up. Yeah, Jacques' stand-up was nothing to write home about from what they showed on the on the episode. It seems like he uh, he maybe I agree he maybe would be better in French doing stand-up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was trying. Listen, I've gone to um, open mic nights not for myself but to watch, or I would just happen to be at a bar where there's open mic nights, and I give these people so much credit. They're doing something that's hard to do in front of an audience for some and they're saying things that maybe people haven't heard before and I just love seeing people be that um open and I, vulnerable I liked that they never they never really showed us a full bit from Jacques they just focused on words that were hard to pronounce like we heard him right. three times say I am the quintessential <laughs> optimist and it's like what is he even talking about? like <laughs> not only is he hard to understand but I don't know like what this joke is a part of <laughs> Oh, well, they did that for all of the comedians that they showed that night, and they made it seem like it was the most boring night of the year. And they showed Ramona and Sonia going to the bathroom. They couldn't wait to leave. This is boring. And I was like, oh, my God, these poor other comedians that are on the show. Like, we know that Jacques isn't really maybe a comedian, but he's getting there. But these other people, guests that were there might have been, but they really made the night look like a real fail. I know. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Spring has sprung, and that means it is time for some spring cleaning. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring ones, make sure you are using Ibotta to get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items, from groceries to beauty supplies to toys, so you can make sure you're shopping smarter, not harder, no matter what you are purchasing. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of a spring wardrobe refresh, a new warm weather bedding set, or a flight for that summer getaway you've been eyeing. Other apps, they give you points that don't amount to much. But with Ibotta, you just add your offers in the app, upload your receipt, and you get real cash that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers, including all your favorite grocery stores, Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying by using the code MENTION when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use code MENTION. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use code MENTION. Okay, so going from one event at Slate to another, let's get into Summer House. Yeah. Um, so we had our Show. season finale. I thought it was a really great season yeah. overall. I thought that this episode was a really 
fun way to end the season. I think of all themed parties, this one looked like the most fun and it looked like everyone's having a good time. There actually wasn't even that much drama that we saw, but yeah, I think the theme we talked about was festival. I don't know what I would have worn to this one. Festival. Sweet Sir Pride. Sir. (laughs) I think Jules looked the best. I liked Jules' look. Every, I thought everybody looked fine. Yeah. So at the beginning of the episode, we saw the tail end of Paige yelling at Lindsay. Um, honestly, I kind of love it when she yells like that because we don't get to see it very often, but it, it's, it's fun. I think it's fun. It was fun, but watching it again, I was like, I don't know. I, I, I know. I, that always, I wasn't into it the second time. <laughs> that always happens when they do a two week continued and the first like two minutes are footage that you saw last week and you're like, Uh, right okay like i guess we'll do this again yeah but this episode they had kyle and amanda had their bachelor and bachelorette parties which i think was really fun it was a different like vibe of the show all the girls went out all the guys stayed in which i thought was (laughs) funny it was it was a fun idea except for the fact that this was happening a full year before their wedding date and so i don't understand why they wouldn't just save it for potentially season five because what number one what if season five doesn't happen number two what if they recast number three what if they don't get married and they still needed a bachelor bachelorette party i know in reality there are many many factors it just felt strange to me that to act like you're having a normal bachelorette party when it was clearly set up by the producers right i thought amanda looked amazing amanda did amanda's beautiful i think um but the guys for their bachelor party get a tarot card reader. Well, wait, when they announce it and they said they got him a stripper, did you see Kyle's face? First of all, I was like, oh my God, of all people, you got Kyle a stripper. And then when she came in, I was like, no fucking way. That's a stripper. And it was like an older woman. Like she was not there, looked like to strip. And they were joking that it was a tarot card reader. And I was like, wow, what a fucking buzzkill. I just love that once the girls came back, Amanda was asking Kyle, she said, what did the tariff card say? What did the terrorists say? Yeah, she was drunk. (laughs) She was drunk. And honestly, nobody there knew what a tarot card was, which honestly, same, like, I don't... What a weird activity. Like, honestly, they were getting more turned on by the girls on the cards. That's not the point of a tarot card reader. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, if you're, if, if that's what you're focused on, I think you missed the point of the reading. Um, but we did see Carl getting told that he has some personal growing to do and that he has trouble living up to his potential, which we've been seeing on this show for four seasons and from different people. But I think that was a really nice conversation that Kyle had with Carl. I think that Kyle takes his job and company very, very seriously. And I like seeing that side of him a lot. And I think that was a conversation that had to be done. Yeah, they had a nice moment. And then also on the reunion, we saw Carl saying for the first time that he is sober, which Mm -hmm. we had heard about a few weeks ago, but it was nice to see them hash it out. And, you know, I, I will say we have seen a lot of like false starts from Carl before, but I'm hopeful for him that he's, you know, in a better place and has actually started to figure things out because, you know, we just want the best for everyone. Yeah, but also um, when Amanda, in the episode when Amanda, when all the girls got home and Amanda asked um, just like how the night went or whatever and Luke 
said this is between us or something along those lines and it just like threw amanda over the edge because we've seen that she just doesn't like luke or they have not a, an existing connection and mm -hmm. she went off the handle and i was i, I kind of la i laughed out loud because that reaction was so funny well, to see when she went when she went in the kitchen and smashed that wizard staff that they had made out of lover boy cans it was so over the top and dramatic that and she was like i hate him and ran out of the room when they showed it in the preview i literally was like did kyle cheat on her again <laughs> no because but, that's how dramatic uh, it was but you know sometimes we all just have our moments yeah i mean i don't know luke personally but i think of all of these times that the he's gotten yelled at he has handled it very maturely. And then Dylan let me know that Luke is 37 years old, which I did not know. And I was kind of blown away by that little detail, by the way. He looks a lot younger. I couldn't believe it. But I know. Sometimes, I really it's, best just to it. not, sometimes it's best just to not think about how old these people are. I couldn't not. I really couldn't believe it. And so... Anyway, the next morning, Amanda apologized to Luke, which I thought was really nice because she knew that her reaction was wrong and it was a buildup of a lot of stuff. But then we see Luke, of course, saying that he doesn't think her apology was genuine. But that happens all the time. No one, oh. everyone accepts the apology and doesn't think they're genuine. Just, oh my God, just be real about it, you know? I thought it was a pretty terrible apology. Yeah, I mean, she, she was goes, the fact that she was thinking about doing it alone, but then she did in the kitchen means that she should have done it alone with him and had a real conversation. Well, and I mean, the gist of her apology was, I'm sorry I yelled at you. You've just been annoying me so much all summer that I just couldn't <laughs> take it anymore. And it's like, okay, so you're not sorry you did it. You're still mad at him. Oh, my um, goodness. But so then, okay, so then we have the reunion. It was the yeah. first ever virtual reunion that we've seen. And I will just say I'm excited for Atlanta and Vanderpump Rules to have some higher quality because, <laughs> oh God, some of them were better than others, but Jules's microphone situation really made me want to scream because it sounded like she was speaking through a pillow the entire time. Yeah, I felt bad about that. And it wasn't something like you could miss. Like everyone heard that. It was bad. But if they do what we do before our podcast, why didn't someone say, Jules, maybe like take your AirPods out or do something? Like that could have maybe been solved before they started filming it. But I think she looked great. I thought all the girls looked great. I think that um, Lindsay had the best lighting for sure. <laughs> she had a good setup. <laughs> yeah. Overall, I didn't find the reunion to be that riveting, but I was glad no. they did it. It was nice that everybody got a chance to kind of talk through some things. We saw Hannah getting mad at Luke for some things. Clearly they are not together. I um, couldn't believe that they never had sex. I was actually excited that they like said it. I, I, I was kind of shocked by that, to be honest. That throughout uh, the whole summer, it never happened. I don't know. I was kind of like rooting for it. It was like a cute summer fling and that back. But then I found out maybe it's, it is because of how old Luke <laughs> I can't get over Luke like age. I don't know why. Um, but yeah, so overall, it seems like whatever. It was a good season. We have a Secrets Revealed episode coming up next week. I don't know if I'll watch that, to be honest. But Oh, I totally will. But I don't know like what, it, it, you know, it's going to be one of those like, filler type things to see like something that went out long in the pantry or that someone right. hooked up Bravo. with someone or texted. 
Bravo wants extra episodes right now wherever they can get them. <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, okay. I always like those small little details. I feel like I know things that people don't know, but true. that's not true. Okay, rounding things out, who's your number one Bravo Lab in the group? Um, this episode of Real Housewives of New York, I'm going to give it to Leah because... Number one, we spoke to her a bunch this week. And number two, I liked seeing a softer side of her um, opening up with Ramona. And I'm going to say the same. I'm, I'm feeling Leah's energy right now. I'm liking it. And I'm feeling good about the season. I'm excited to see them at the wine tour next week. That looks fun. Oh, yeah. That looks like another <laughs> shit show. <laughs> they are not disappointing me this season at all. I can't not- say it enough. Not at all. Okay, guys, we will be back on Monday to talk about the Real Hustles of Atlanta reunion. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, join our Facebook group, Bravo by Betches, and follow on Instagram and Twitter. Thanks for listening, guys. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a Wildberry Splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.